nearly live from the Legends Lounge, the Full House Monk Breton, Barnsley. This is on the Pontiend.com, the podcast. Hi there, this is Wilkie and this is on the Pontien.com, the podcast. Um, we're now on episode 5, it's Tuesday the 26th of May. On this episode, we meet the Saskatchewan Red. We discover um, who's in my particular Barnsley Football Club Masters team. More about that event soon. Um, plus we look ahead um, to the special, which we'll shortly be doing with Eric Wynn Stanley. Um, he's popping in next week to meet us. And that's all here on this episode of OnThePontien.com, the podcast. Welcome back. This is uh, episode five of OnThePontien.com, the podcast. What I'd like to do is is perhaps just cover some of the feedback that continues to pour into the the, the blog and the podcast team. Um, also, maybe to explain some of the things that may be changing in terms of how you can uh, recontact us. Uh, but first of all, I want to look at Twitter and, and, and something that perhaps a lot of people have immediately jumped onto, but, but not everybody, and just to remove some of those myths surrounding Twitter as to what it really is. The simple truth is it allows you to, to, to stay in touch with particular streams of news. These might come from people such as the BBC. It might come from your best mate just down the road. But the idea is you actually select and follow a group of people where an update of information is something you'd be keen uh, to listen to or, or, or certainly read about going forward. That's exactly what we're providing online. Anything that, that we launch, whether it's a new episode of the podcast whether it's an interesting news article we've identified anywhere on the World Wide Web, or, or whether it's maybe just some rants that are coming from the, the podcast team themselves. Um, that's all in our news feed, so you can keep in touch with us, um, give us comments and anything that you're actually reading. But the most important thing is the most direct way that you can keep in touch with On The Pontiend, um, quite literally, as events happen. And that's going to be the case all season. Um, we can update that particular feed even from a mobile phone so if there's a particular comment regarding a disgusting tackle this season from the terraces you'll get it instantly um, in our particular feed so follow things on there um, a lot of people have been writing into um, the podcast team regarding some of the items that are going on to Twitter some of the things that have been, been asked to the people on there is, is, is really just like we always do it's what, what your opinions are for example, last week we were talking about, in, in, in most people's opinion, has there been a particular signing that was, was completely unexpected, somebody that really surprised you that signed for Barnsley? Just Ali got in touch. She felt that Ashley Ward was the best and, and probably most unexpected player that Barnsley have signed. Um, wasn't sure how we got rid again. Felt that we lost a good one with him. Um, I think you'll probably find, Ali, that that's possibly the unofficial North Stand sponsor, um, probably unofficially known as the uh, Ashley Ward Stand. Um, I think Barnsley sold him for, for just over £3 million to Blackburn at that particular time. And, and, and that's probably the best explanation I can give you. We also asked, you know, what's the best atmosphere um, that you've experienced at Oakwell this season? 
Elise got in contact and said um, it's got to be Barnsley versus Sheffield United um, for the drama. Um, not really much else added to that, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing at this particular stage she was referring to the, the fixture at Oakwell, the way it's laid out here. And, and of course, we all remember that particular fixture for, for, the, for the awful challenge on Ian Hume. Um, what do you feel has probably been the best atmosphere um, that you've experienced down at Oakwell? It doesn't have to be this season. It probably could be, you know, matches that have gone back um, years ago. I know that we'd certainly got more fans in, you know, 20 or 30 years ago down at Oakwell when uh, the current seating restrictions didn't apply. Get in touch with us on Twitter. That's simply, you know, go to Twitter, uh, find us at on the end, or type in on the end. You'll find us there. And just get in touch. Just let us know what you felt was the best atmosphere that you've experienced at Oakwell. Also, we had um, a couple of other responses in terms of another question we asked. Um, we asked people, what's your preferred away strip? And Jeff has got in contact with us. He feels that it's a reversal of the home colours. Of course, that would be a white shirt, red shorts and white socks. What would be your favourite? But also, I think somebody had been watching The Apprentice recently, or certainly the version that got onto Comic Relief. And that was John that got in touch. It was John PC. He said that uh, the best away strip would be one made of Velcro, so the ball sticks to it when they pass it. Interesting response there. Um, as I say, I think that one's already been used on The, uh, the Apprentice. Another place that, that people are often visiting is, is the original weblog itself. That's on thepontien.com. I'm sure you've heard that uh, plenty of times already. What is the blog? Well, it's, it's simply a website. It's a, a, a web log of, of my particular thoughts on events that are occurring at Barnsley Football Club. Um, there's news items that appear on there. There's occasional rants from me when I think things aren't going particularly well for us. Um, there's always a constant attempt at, at trying to make you smile by visiting the weblog. Um, as well as which, there's there's plenty of links there to, to various other things, such as you're able to download the podcast from there. There's a media player if you don't have your access to uh, to an iPod or, or any other sort of MP3 tackle that would allow you to listen to, to the podcast feed. Um, also, what, what what does appear on there, as I say, from time to time, is, is particular news articles. And, and something we've been talking about this week is the uh, Masters football event that's occurring at Sheffield Arena shortly. Uh, on the 18th of July, the Reds will be taking on uh, teams from Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United, uh, Leeds United, Hull City and also Doncaster Rovers. Um, the rules are fairly clear. I believe every player has to be um, at least 35 years of age um, and, and be registered as being over 35 years of age at the start of the Masters season. Um, I've taken my stab at my preferred six. We've had some response also directly on the blog regarding that particular event, but this is my stab at it. In goals, I've got Andy Rhodes. In defence, I've got Nicky Eden. Um, also in defence, partnering there is Clayton Blackmore. Yes, the ex-Man United star. He did actually play for Barnsley. I believe that was for about 11 games, and he couldn't half hit a ball. Um, so that's why he's in there for extra firepower. Of course, I've got our midfield general there, Neil Redfern himself. Um, and also, just for a bit of flair, I've got Dean Gorry, um, who I understand um, was, uh, was relegated as an assistant manager with Southampton. So maybe he'll need something to cheer himself up this summer. And um, in my striker in the forward line there is Ashley Ward. There would, of course, be people on, on my subs bench. I've not really given that much thought. But if you could choose your six, maybe choose them on the same basis, maybe a keeper, a couple of defenders, a couple of midfielders and a striker, who would be your chosen six? And, and bear in mind, let's keep this realistic, guys. This team's got to go to the arena at the end of July and basically paste everybody across you know, Yorkshire. Um, who do you think is going to put the fear of God 
into those particular teams um, down at Sheffield Arena shortly. Love to hear from you. Again, you can contact, as I said, directly on the blog. You can actually see the article, the original article that was written, um, and you can actually provide comments there, or alternatively, you can actually email us directly from that particular site. I think other articles have been going on there recently. Um, of course, we've, we've covered things such as Patrick Crine's um, letter to season ticket holders. Um, I think Patrick's put a very sincere case over and genuinely, you know, I feel he's a very sincere guy in terms of all matters that he's discussing with the Barnsley fans. But do you feel it's been fair at this stage that, you know, Patrick's sort of had some very strong comments about Simon Davey, uh, both on the radio and in the press, and then kind of Simon Davey's been left with the job? That there's really nothing actually happened that's been published, and, you know, the ins and outs of that discussion uh, have never really come out to the public domain. But he's kind of been left there. I get the feeling that people have, have got, you know, different opinions on this. My personal opinion is that, you know, I, I felt after, you know, the last couple of seasons, maybe it was time that, that, that we looked at a different sort of level of support for the club. Um, great guy. Um, don't have anything personal about uh, Simon David, but I do think that, you know, it was time for the club to take a, take a step on, move ahead. You know, if, if there's something that I'm not quite understanding here, by all means, you know, Simon David, get in t- contact with us get onto the podcast or alternatively um, Mr Crine if you want to get on here and you know put your case forward to, to a very unique blend of, of Barnsley FC fans do get in touch with me we'd love to, 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 to speak with you um, very very soon on that but people are contacting the site um, and one of the things that, that, that certainly has come out at the moment is that um, somebody called Jules has been in touch and, and probably has to, to speak in support of Simon Davey he feels it's important that you know we do have stability at the club and says look at clubs such as Everton who've taken uh, three slow years with bottom half fin- finishes and a few near relegation scrapes to get going and then it suddenly clicks. Um, it says now we've got some stability that was missing and Davy learns more each season, as Moyes did. It's a long climb and chopping and changing doesn't work. But maybe there's a little bit of a sting in the tail of, of that particular letter where um, Jules has also added maybe... Patrick Crime was also um, worried that someone would step in and pay Davy more, and that he's left with a, a group then of mediocre applicants for what could be considered a much lower profile club. Did that come into it? Did he feel that you know Simon Davy was was a popular choice with other teams? I'm sure he still will be, and I'm sure at this stage, you know, if that's ever there are going to be a threat, then it'll always remain a threat. I think in like the fact that um, you know we are regarded as a lower profile club. My opinion is slightly different. I actually thought we deserved to bring in a manager who would make actual changes that, that the fans could recognise as, as giving us something different this season. Today, we're still only on the 27th of May and we've not had a single signing yet. We're securing players that, that have already been at the club um, and, and I'm not really convinced at this particular stage we're going to see anything that's tremendously different. I just hope that the players do perform for, for Mr Davy, and that that happens right from the word go. Um, other people have um, have jumped in and said that you know this this lack of consistency has, has really got us here. Or alternatively, a lot of people have said that that it's time to go. Someone that has actually been in touch with us um, recently on that particular issue was um, was a letter we received from uh, Canada. And in that particular letter, uh, a gentleman called Tony Newton got in touch with us. Hi there, Tony, if you're listening. Um, first of all, full of compliments. Um, love the show. Um, I understand you're writing in from a place called Saskatchewan. I hope I pronounced that right. And Tony said, you know, I think that uh, 
unlike maybe my comments on the, the podcast, that David doesn't need to sing for his supper. He said that he's already proven that he can't do the job. He said two seasons is enough. Um, it's time to thank Mr. David for his contribution and move on. Um, but Tony also added, uh, P.S., bring in the beast. And I think he's referring there to uh, to Parkin, who has um, you know still remained with, with Preston at the moment, um, a team that failed to, to recently qualify for the recent uh, promotion final in, uh, in, in our particular league's playoff. So in terms of what, what's going on at the moment, obviously things are quiet at the club in terms of transfers and so on. But I still believe that people have got an awful lot that they still want to say on this particular issue of, of who's leading the Reds next season. I maybe want to take that particular de- debate a little bit further and probably say, well, OK, if we're going to be left with Mr Davey and we're going to have the opportunity during close season to review his signings, maybe go and buy our season tickets and, and, and take in the first few games next season, what is it exactly that we're looking for? Is it realistic to expect Mr Davey will win maybe half of his first 10 games? Is it a points tally we're looking for? Is it the type of performance we're looking for? Is it types of players that he might sign over the summer that we're looking for? And I think it's on these particular issues we have to assume now that Simon Davis remained in charge at the club. And I think at this particular point in time, it's also fair to expect that you know there are going to be certain standards that need setting. Get in touch with us. Let us know through Twitter. Get in touch with us directly on the blog, which is on thepontien.com. Or write into the podcast at podcast at onthepontien.com. Also on the podcast, really just for simplicity, we put lots of links there for you. Um, you can download, obviously, each edition of the podcast from there. Um, you can even set up a subscription um, with iTunes. You can also um, contact us either via email or directly via the site. But another thing that we've recently added, just to make it easier for the listeners of, listeners of the podcast to keep in touch and to keep close to news and events of the club is we've actually added our own forum. Again, you can contact us directly or link to that directly from the blog. But if you just want to sign that, sort of type that directly into your browser, you can do so by typing forum.onthepontiend.com. There you can you can sign up with the, the, the forum. From there you can actually post videos, you can upload photos. So even more material that otherwise you just a simple email can't carry allows you to, to put forward your experience of what it's like following the Reds amongst a group of other Barnsley followers. But why do it? I think there's been plenty of uh, forums out there for Barnsley fans for a number of years. But unfortunately, I've personally found that generally over time, what, what, what happens with these forums is that they generally suffer or the content suffers from people wanting querying you know, how they operate their computer or would anybody recommend the best 42-inch television. And as a result, Barnsley News tends to get relegated in these particular forums. It's never really treated as the most important issue for being there in the first place. Hopefully we're going to try and reverse that trend with a forum where, again, you know, articles, whether it be photographs, whether it be videos, whether it actually be other links to other podcasts or other information that might be important to Barnsley fans will go on there. We can send newsletters out to people, keeping them up to date on other events. Who knows, at some point in the future we might be having a Christmas party for listeners of the podcast. Who knows? So there we can actually create a, a much more rich experience for all of the community and it's yours guys it's not about me this is about Barnsley Football Club it's about other fans getting to getting together and really having this super edge debate so I hope more of you will actually visit the blog as a result of what we've described this evening but more importantly register on the forum that way you can keep up to date literally as things are actually happening on the, on the actual forum or, or, or on the podcast 
And as I say, this is all about you. You create the debate, you create the questions, you create the feedback. Um, but please, please use these things and, and hopefully, you know, this will continue to grow. And that next step really is probably by getting certain events arranged with legends such as Eric Wynn Stanley. Lots of you have been writing in with questions for that particular event. Keep them coming. It's a, it's a unique opportunity, one that I'm really looking forward to. I don't think there's there's many people in Barnsley Football Club's history that, that can actually look back on a record like Eric Wynn Stanley's. Um, with a, a playing career that you know has been really second to none of, of many Barnsley players that, that have ever appeared there in the last half century, plus the experiences had on the coaching side, in particular obviously the time that the Reds won promotion to the Premiership for the first time in our history. There's so much material there. I think understanding exactly what it was that propelled us from pretty much standard fare for that particular league into automatic promotion winners you know I mean what was it that went into the mentality both of those players were they signing particular players were they looking for a particular background I don't know what it is that you want to ask Eric but you know there must be so much there that you know we'll all learn and benefit from from having an opportunity to speak to Eric so get your questions in and get them via email at podcast at onthepontien.com um, alternatively you can actually send something direct through the site itself which of course is on thepontien.com get something on the forum which is um, you know forum.onthepontien.com um, there's so many ways you can contact us just get in touch with us I'm looking really for any questions to be coming through to us probably no later than the end of the month given that it's now Tuesday evening as we record this we've probably really got until maybe Saturday or Sunday to start organising some of those letters and, and start organising uh, some sort of order to, to events for next week um, but really looking forward to that and um, already we've got ideas in terms of other celebs if you want to use that word that we can probably bring into future episodes but as I say really looking forward to this one with Eric so do keep in contact with us talking about memories um, you may remember um, that Tony Newton that's the guy from Canada got in touch with us and, and I continue to, to write to Tony this week because I'm absolutely fascinated with anybody that uh, let alone is in Barnsley but th- th- this particular person is obviously supporting the Reds from Canada uh, I wonder what sort of difficulties that, that really creates for somebody like Tony and he told me that when his family actually emigrated over there which I believe was in about 1976 to that place Saskatchewan I think I'm just showing off now Tony and football wasn't very popular and at the time Hockey, American football uh, and basketball has probably continued now with kind of the lead sports. But originally, although from Barnsley, went to his first game when his uncle took him on on a visit back to Barnsley um, in 1987. And and it was there that he was actually hooked. Now, uh, he says that it's very difficult to try and catch up with any news and that most of this is actually done by observing his Blackberry much like many of us, you know, in a very frustrated way at weekends. But he does try to get back every couple of years and, and expects to be getting back maybe just in time for the uh, friendly against uh, Manchester City. He spent six months in Barnsley. And if you're listening, Mick, uh, I think most of that time was actually spent at the full house. So, you know, he does try to get back here. But I think probably the most fascinating fact, and I wonder if any of your other sort of listeners out there could probably make a claim as, as, as grand as this, that... Uh, Apparently, Tony's great-uncle, a gentleman by the name of Dickie Downs, was uh, in the 1912 FA Cup winning team. So, 
let us know, you know, have you got any famous relatives, um, you know, certainly in your family, um, who, who were responsible for, for some of the more marvellous elements of, of Barnsley Football Club's history? Yeah, we're meeting Eric next week, so if anyway you're related to Eric, we'll probably be asking him some questions anyway. But, but at this particular point in time, I found the letter absolutely fascinating. It gave me an opportunity to ask Tony, you know, if there'd been any particular coverage, given that Ian Hume... Is also from Canada over there. Surprisingly not, so uh, there wasn't much news about that. It's um, been very low-key in Canada. But um, I think, you know, the tenacity that Tony demonstrates in terms of getting over here every couple of years to, to, to get a few games under his belt, more importantly, you know, um, keeping in contact uh, through whatever thin media you can do to get some news out of Barnsley Football Club, Tony, is extremely admirable. I just wish a lot more people within Barnsley themselves were equally as passionate as yourself and, and you saw a few less Man United shirts, Liverpool shirts uh, and God forbid uh, Newcastle shirts um, but then again I don't suppose you'll be seeing many of those proudly worn you know, over the coming weeks and that's it really, I mean all in all that's, that, that's what's been happening over the last couple of weeks folks do keep in contact with us, um, as we've said before you know you can do so via Twitter go to onthepontien.com Alternatively, tell your mates about it. Tell them that we're out there on iTunes. Just go on to iTunes, type in our search for, for Barnsley Football Club or on the Ponty End. You'll find us there. Subscribe to the, to the uh, podcast. You're guaranteed that new episodes are going to be downloaded to you automatically. Um, write into us. That's um, podcast at onthepontyend.com. Visit us at the blog, which is on onthepontyend.com, or alternatively, visit us at the forum. Simpler still, that's forum dot on the ponty com. Uh, bear in mind as I say we've got the, the special with Eric Wynn Stanley planned for next week so do get your questions over um, we're really looking forward to that particular episode um, also if there's any particular ideas that you've got for items that perhaps you want covering on the podcast or by the podcast team perhaps you want to, to take your seat at the table and, and, and discuss your particular opinions um, over here at the Full House get in touch with us um, if you're a senior member of um, of Barnsley Football Club themselves, please don't be frightened. You know we're a very friendly fans forum. You know sometimes maybe things don't necessarily get out in the way that, that you'd like to put them out. Maybe this gives you access to put you know official news over in a way that uh, is probably a little bit more comfortable than the traditional media. And um, we'd love to hear from you too. Um, but thanks very much for for maybe downloading this latest episode. Thanks for dropping by. Um, hopefully we'll get our next episode out next week. In the meantime, come on you Reds. This is on the Pontian.com, the podcast.